Okay, now maybe you're co- maybe you're liking. No, no still not liking no, it. No. That's <laughs> okay. Anyway, welcome to the cup, the currently unnamed podcast where we put the tea in reality. You can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy, a say something gay, gay here with just water. I drank my sweet tea, so we're just we just got water tonight because hydration. Good. And I am Lana, your resident diva, here to spill the tea, give the tea, and I will take all the tea that you have to give because you know what I love. I love to some tea. So if you got it, let's get it. Um, I'm just I'm actually drinking root beer because oh. I, just, I just had dinner, and so yeah, late dinner. Is going to catch up with me in the morning, but it's okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I've got mine over here on the side. <laughs> a little bit I got left because you know, I got full. <laughs> I, I, I went to Whataburger. We went to Whataburger. Uh, you know, when I tell you, Whataburger will always have a special place in my heart. <laughs> you know, I so, love Whataburger. Not Whataburger. I love their fries. Oh my god, love them. That part. Love them. That part. But yeah, a so, good patty melts. The lemon pies when they have them. They wrap patty melts. I have to say because this, oh, this is new here. We just got oh, so the pat, so the patty melt is actually like has been my go to order since like I was a kid. Okay, well, that's my that. some sautéed onions, some good crisp sourdough bread, or I think they use rye or something. Okay. It all just it all just comes together, and it's just it's so good. I have to look into that one. Okay, but we're not here to talk about Whataburger. No, we're here. To talk we're about, here. Do we talk about Survivor? Survivor forty three. It's here. I feel like we just finished talking about forty two. Honestly, I was like, I feel like Marianne was just crowned. She like she she just slayed that finale and the tribal council, and she just killed. Yeah. Like I I I mean I remember. The whole thing, watching. We were there. We We covered the whole thing. And it was like, now it feels like, now she's old news now? Wait. She will never be. No. Marianne. I mean, mean, my Twitter, my my name on Twitter was Marianne O'Ketch Stan account until Survivor South Africa dropped. And it's still LaRue Botha Stan account. I don't know who I'm standing from this season yet, but. We'll find out. But once it happens. I'm going to be real honest with y'all. It's probably going to be Mariah. Um. Just throwing that out there right now. It's probably going to be Mariah. But we have 18 brand new Survivors. The first season that is filmed and airing since the airing of 41. Mm-hmm. So these people actually know what the new format is. And we're going to touch on the format in a little bit. Because we know we know at least the things that are staying the same. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's changing necessarily i don't know like be a a whole lot we don't know a whole lot but we're gonna we're gonna talk about all of it so Mm -hmm. shall we just dive in of course i feel like now's the time (laughs) perfect look at our cute little cast photo look at our cast look at them they're so cute they're they're all they all look very happy to be on the beach sure i would hope so um, so we are no longer using the blue, green, and orange uh tribal color scheme. We are now going back to primary colors. So we are red, yellow, and blue this season. Cool. Again, still, I just want a season where they do like purple. 
purple, pink, and teal. Like, I feel like, or like, purple, green, well, purple and green was uh, was one on South Africa, one of the recent seasons, so. Or it was like purple, green, and orange or something, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, can we do better? Like, red, yellow, and blue, not bad, but like, we could do better. I mean, what if we do stuff like chartreuse? I was um, literally just thinking chartreuse. We do like chartreuse, rose, and like, oh. uh, like a periwinkle. Bur- or a burnt orange. Or a burnt orange or pe- and periwinkle. So Period. chartreuse, per- burnt orange, and periwinkle. Sure. Or a hunter green. Oh, know? yes. Like that deep, dark green. Forest green. Yeah. Forest gr- Okay, so another one. We could do forest green, lavender. Oh. And then white, maybe. Cream. Even Cream. If you want to do white. Or even if we want to get a little bit fancier, taupe. Taupe. Eggshell. A tan. Mother of pearl. Truly. <laughs> Sand. Sand colored. <laughs> Somebody lose their buffs in the sand. It's just, it just blends we in. Do, with the we sand. do sand. We do sand. We do ocean, and we do cloud. <gasps> oh, why hasn't that been done? <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like whoever they have that produces the buffs have like a set number of colors, and they just rotate between them. Let's be honest. I think forty four was filmed right after forty three. We're yeah. probably gonna get red, red, yellow, and blue again. It's whatever. They they mass they bulk order these buffs, whatever. Like I it's fun. Look, if you get them when you get them and you use them. So uh, you know, CBS if you're listening, sand, ocean, and cloud. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's all I'm saying. So what would the merge be? Black. <gasps> oh. Okay. Because I'm trying to think of like what the combination of red, yellow, and blue is, and I think it's either black or brown. I'm here for black. I think a black uh yeah. buff will be like super cute. But okay. I think either that or maybe like a green. Cause then we get like the 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 traditional like four color format, red, blue, yellow, green, sure, cool. Sure. Okay. Or whatever. Like a, a chartreuse, if we're gonna do that. Chartreuse. Sounds good. So here's what we know so far. We are sticking with the 26-day format. Which we've talked we talked extensively in 42 about how we felt about the 26-day format. I think now that I've had some time to reflect, and I don't know how you feel, Lana, but I'm I'm very interested. I think I like the 26-day format. I still like the 26-day format because I was a fan of it when it happened. I was like, I get it, I understand why they shortened it a little bit. I like I I enjoy the 39 days. Yeah. I thought it was, you know, you get more. But yeah. I also felt like in the times that we're in now, 26 days is a yeah. good amount of time. And as we've seen in the last two seasons, they can get a lot done in that 26 days. And oh, boy, do they. So I'm I'm here for the 26-day format. I don't mind it sticking to this point, even for the rest of whatever, however many more seasons they decide to do. I feel like it'll change again. Maybe for they'll sure. go back to the 39-day format at some point. But or maybe like I, a 33. Yeah. 33 or seems 33 or 30-day season, whatever. Yeah, sure. I, I feel like they'll go longer again, mm-hmm. but as of right now, I like it. I'm okay with it. 
I think it's a nice contrast as well as as people that also watch a lot of international Survivor. Mm-hmm. It's really nice to get like a 26 day format when you know Survivor South Africa just ended and that was a traditional 39 day. Mm-hmm. Australia will be happening at some point in the near future and that's closer to a 50 day format. Mm-hmm. Um, but their casts are also a lot bigger in Australia. And then now with the announcement of Survivor UK coming back, which I personally am very excited about, I'm interested to see where Survivor UK falls on this sort of like length spectrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think this is a nice, a nice alternative to what we're used to. Um, and like you said, they get a lot done in 26 days. The last two seasons were very, very dynamic and very good seasons that I would definitely, I would at least put in my top half. Of favorite seasons. I don't know exactly where, but mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so this season was filmed in May of this year. So not that long ago. It was a very quick turnaround. Um, we are, as we have been for the last couple of years, in the Mamanuka Islands of Fiji. What we do know is that the shot in the dark is back. Okay. I'm not thrilled. This, I don't really, I feel like the shot in the dark is one of those twists that it can be there or not be there because as we saw in 41 it was played a lot people took that shot or was it it well, was 40, 40, 41 i believe it was only played once or twice no, 42 it was 42, 42 it was 42 it was played, like every tribal right i'm about to say 42 was played a lot and then in 43 it was hardly ever played so it was like I feel like Shot in the Dark is a hit or miss. It depends on the cast and it depends yeah. on how their dynamics are. So I honestly can do without the Shot in the Dark. I feel like I it's, it's I feel like it's not adding anything to the show. And nobody won it. Like nobody took the shot in the dark and was safe. It was yeah, like no one no one's gotten it yet. So nobody has been safe from it. So I'm like, this is a failed twist. Take it away. Yeah. I think I agree with you. I'm interested to see if finally, you know, someone actually gets it and does it, will it change the trajectory of the game? Like that's kind of what I'm interested in. And then the other thing that we know for sure is that we do have the live location after show after the soul survivor is crowned. So similar to 41, the exact same as 41 and 42, the winner is announced. Then the reunion happens immediately with the pizza and the champagne. I think it's so chaotic. I, I, I really, I don't like that. That's what I don't like. I, I yeah. liked the audience. I like yeah. them flying back. I like them not announcing it until they're able to get back home in front yeah. of people. I get COVID. I understand COVID. Of and course. It's like, yeah. you can't do that. And yeah. so I understand that. And especially with the turnaround that they're doing with these seasons, it'll be crazy to take a crew who was yeah. already there all the way back to the States after some months. And they, they got to go yeah. through all that COVID protocol. I get yeah. it. I get it. But I, I, I miss also, the audience. <laughs> I, look, I look at something like, again, I'm going to reference the international franchises because I'm going to be really honest. I think they're doing it better than the U.S. Mm-hmm. I'm still excited to talk about the season. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think the international franchises are doing it right. South Africa just ended. Mm-hmm. They did a very similar format where they're, they did a live location after show. They did it the next day. Mm. So they gave everybody and everyone was there. So they brought the entire cast back, mm. which I hope they do for this one. I hope they just keep the pre-mergers 
on a separate Ponderosa. Mm -hmm. And I hope that everybody gets to be there because I, I feel bad then for the pre-mergers who don't get to be a part of really anything other than like the finale watch party when everybody already knows who won. Mm -hmm. And I do also understand in the perspective of like the players, especially the finalists, Mm -hmm. not having to wait multiple months Mm -hmm. to find out if you've won a million dollars is kind of nice. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So you can go home and like, you're either going home with a million dollars at some point in the, in the near future, or you know, you didn't win and you have the time to recover. And so like, you have that moment to like reflect and on the way back and all that kind of stuff. So I, I see it in two different ways. I don't think I dislike it, but I think I would like something a lot similar to what South Africa did. Give them a day. Day day 27. Come back. Let's film the reunion. Give everybody time to process and eat some real food that isn't pizza. I I, I agree. I feel like the pre-mergers are cheated and robbed of being in the finale episode. And that's literally all you have to look forward to when you early boot. And so... I feel like they have been cheated when they don't get to come back. So I agree. Let them be off in their own separate Ponderosa away from the game. They don't know what's happening. You know, even if you let them know what's happening because the pre-mergers can't watch from home in any other circumstance. So let them watch it. Let them see it. They can watch, but, and, and be a part, but they should be able to come back and be a part of the finale. And I feel like it would be best if they did. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. So let's dive into our survivors. We're going to go in alphabetical order. I, I chose an order for the tribe discussion. So we're going to start with the Coco tribe. Can I just say I love that tribe name? Coco? Yeah. I might because I, I have a reverence for Drag Race, obviously. If, mm-hmm. you, if you haven't been able to tell on this channel. If you know, but- you know. I cover a lot of Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Um, so similar to last season where I called uh, it the Icobong tribe, mm-hmm. I will most likely be calling this the Coco Montrese tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just because I have a reverence for the fabulous Coco Montrese. But I like this tribe because my sister nickname is Coco. My youngest Oh, sister. yes. We are going to start with Cassidy Clark, who I'm going to be really honest, I think has the single best cast photo I've ever seen. A lot of people have said that. I'm this like, is oh, a serve. I did. I had not seen anything for this cast, and the first thing I saw on Twitter is this woman. <laughs> so um, this is Cassidy. She is 26. She's a Capricorn. I did everybody's um, sun signs just mostly because I was curious. Um, there's a lot of. There's actually a lot of diversity on this cast. But anyway, as far as astrological science concerned. but she's 26 she's from plano texas but lives in austin texas and she is a designer um now we've got you know the the usual questions that are asked in the survivor us uh bios so it's all the same things if you watched our 42 cast assessment it's the same questions that they were asked and i'm gonna i'm gonna run through them very very quickly so uh, her favorite hobbies include fashion design and most forms of art, thrifting your grandparents' old clothes and knickknacks, skating, boxing, and underwater exploring. Um, three words to describe her would be groovy, charismatic, and creative. 
Uh, her pet peeves are narrow-minded, judgmental people and also people who have no reverence for Mother Nature and all her beautiful beings. Uh, the accomplishment she's most proud of is fighting through many painful experiences and never letting it break her or hold her back. Uh, she has a fighting spirit and she will always be proud of her perseverance, but she's very proud of showing her designs in a fashion show. Love it. Uh, something we would never know from looking at her. She's always carried a deep spiritual wonder and appreciation for life, nature, and all of its many beautiful complexities. She can manifest and create anything when she surrenders fully to the moment and find acceptance in it. Maintaining that flow throughout the game will not be easy, but it is a top priority for Cassidy. Her hero, she says it's her mom because she's freaking incredible. Um, she's faced a lot of adversity and never allowed it allowed it to break her spirit. The past survivor question. Now, I'm, I'm interested to see where a lot of people fall because a lot of people say, you know, the usual people. Cassidy is one of them. She says Kim Spradlin, which is an answer I do like. I like that answer. Um... She says she loves seeing a good triple threat win. She played a strong social, strategic, and physical game, puppeted her alliance. And she thinks she can be the sole survivor because she's got the sweet spot in all the right places. She's physically fit and competitive. She'll be an asset to her tribe, um, but she will appear non-threatening. She's intuitive, uh, clever, witty. She has the ability to manipulate and persuade others. Um... Her life experiences, optimistic charm, and open-minded outlook will allow her to connect deeply with others, disarm them, and form strong alliances and friendships, but can use logic to stay detached enough to always make the best decision for her game. People won't see her coming, and that's exactly what she's counting on. That's a lot of information right there. She has one of the longer bios. Blah, blah, blah. I can tell. Um, <laughs> The one thing that stood out to me that what you said is that she said about how people would never know that she was, you know, very spiritual. And I was like, what? I would have said that. No, that would have been exactly what I said about you. She's very oh, yeah. artsy. She's very hippie dippy, very artsy fartsy, very mother nature. She loves to be living the moment. That's exactly what I would have thought about her. Was it like, I, no, that's yeah. not something we not would have thought about you. That's like, that's exactly what we thought about you. And looking at her, especially when she said she likes to thrift her grandparents' clothes. Oh, yeah. I was like, baby, you are just giving me Mother Nature, hippy dippy. Um, I love Mother Earth kind of vibes. And I, I it's not a bad thing. That's not yeah. a bad thing. I love that. And that is why she looks so amazing. And like, I can tell those shorts are very vintage. Very, oh, yeah. She thrifted those shorts. She thrifted that jacket. She turned it into something and made it a fabulous look, which I love. She's a designer. She's into art. She's into creative stuff. And that's great. I think she's going to be one of those people who is going to coast and ride the middle for a while. And she might be great athletics. And so th her team will find her as an asset. I don't see her leaving early. I don't think she's going to be one of those. We need yeah. to get her out early boots because she does nothing for the tribe. But yeah, you you are everything I thought you would be, and it's yeah. beautiful. I love it. I don't I don't hate it at all. I really like her just from this bio. Like she she seems like a woman after my own heart. Um, I appreciate the Kim Spradlin answer because Kim is one of my favorite winners as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and while it is a very you know very much seen answer, we we see Kim as an answer a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think. 
she's giving me, I, and this is recency bias. Mm-hmm. She's giving me very Lindsay energy. Mm-hmm. 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 That was that was who I immediately went to. Mm-hmm. A little bit, I would say maybe a little bit of Liana from Forty One as well. She's giving me a little bit of that energy mm-hmm. um, to an extent as well. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I mean, we can only really go off of what's written on this paper and we mm-hmm. have no clue how she's going to play, but okay. I'm interested to see how she yeah. Interested. I feel like this is going to be just like every other cast assessment that we do oh, yeah. with, uh, Amazing Race and with Survivor last season. We're going to really like these people until we, they're proved that we don't like them anymore. Yeah. So yeah. good luck, yeah. Cassidy. Good yeah. luck. <laughs> Truly. Let's move on to Gio. Gio, Gio Bustamante. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> he's 36. He's a Leo. He's from Miami, Florida, but he currently lives in Honolulu, Hawaii. Mm. There's a good chunk of people from Hawaii in this cast, which is interesting. He is a project manager. His hobbies include hiking, traveling, and diving. Uh, three words to describe him would be adaptable, hard worker, and resilient. Um, he strongly dislikes laziness and people who don't have common courtesy. Uh, the accomplishment he's most proud of, he says, being the English is my second language. He grew up in the hood and was homeless for a period of time. So he's most proud of graduating with an associates with a 4.0 GPA. Um, something we'd never know from looking at him. He grew up shy, quiet, and in his head, which made him a thinker and very analytical. Uh, his hero is his husband. We have the gay. I'm very happy. Um, he motivates me. He motivates him and has encouraged him so much. He's also in the military, so he's a real hero in life. Uh, past survivor. Remember how I said, you know, the usual answers, Lana? Mm-hmm. He said a combination of Cochran and Boston Rob. Not everyone can be perfect. And he says, why does he believe he can be the sole survivor? He says, because in life, I'm already a survivor. In life, I didn't have the luxury to mess up and have people help me. Uh, he, I struggled and fought hard for everything I've accomplished. I have the fire in me and the willpower to show the world that I deserve to win and will not let anything or anyone get in my way. I'm ready for this, and I will not let this opportunity of a lifetime go to waste. Good for you. Yeah, I mean... Good for you, Gio Bustamante. I mean, he he is the classic story of someone who has grown up and had a hard life and has um, achieved so much and was able to find his way and navigate through turbulent times and come out of it much better than he started. So I'm here for it. And, you know, he is the gay. He has a husband who is his... His uh, hero in life, who's part of the middle. What else? He lives in paradise for free, for God's sake. So yeah, yeah this, they, they, he has, he has. I mean, he grew up in Miami, which is yeah. nothing to sneeze at. But yeah, he grew up in the hood. He said he was homeless. He, he went through adversity, and now he's out here on Survivor, showing how he has already survived in life, and he's going to be on Survivor. So. Look, he looks like somebody who is going to do pretty well in this game, but looks to be deceiving. We never know. He might be a horrible person out and there. We but. said we said so many uh we underestimated Romeo. Yeah. And look what Romeo did. That three. G- made it to 
get top. zero votes at tribal count at final tribal. But you know, he made it there. He made it there. Some people I do. remember I remember us talking about Romeo winning that last individual immunity. I look, I said uh, remember how much we really liked Romeo. We were like, I oh, love God, Romeo. He was a pageant coach. We love him. We want to see some pageant happening on the island. Love Romeo. Romeo got out there and started out real strong. And I'm like, see, that's why I love Romeo. And yeah. then the merge happened. And what happened to Romeo? Yeah. And like, what happened? But then all of that, Romeo still made it to final three while everybody else was sitting in that jury. So. Can't really fault his game. So Gio Bustamante, I love saying that name. I'm going to say his whole name. He is going to be re referred to yeah. as Gio Bustamante the entire season for me because I think Bustamante is a great name. And Gio on top of that, period. Love it. So Gio Bustamante, I'm rooting for you. I hope <laughs> you do well. And don't, don't, don't do me wrong, Gio Bustamante. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it to Lana, Gio. Don't do it. No, Gio Bustamante. I need you to do really well. I need to be able to say Gio Bustamante for at least half the season. So stick around. Make it to merge, Gio Bustamante. Yes. Let's talk about James Jones. 37. James Jones. Okay. 37. He's a Taurus. Uh, he, he lives in Philly. Lots of Philly. From Philly. Still in Philly. And he is a he is an event planner. Uh, his hobbies include curating events, finding the best cocktails in the city, and reading and writing. Uh, three words to describe him would be confident, casual, and self aware. Hmm. Uh, pet peeves include really bad customer service and pushy salespeople. Uh, what is he most proud of? Winning the U.S. Chess Open for his rating bracket when he was twelve. Ooh. Uh, you're playing against grown people, and I won twelve hundred dollars. Oh, all right. At twelve, good at for you. 12. Um, something we would not know from looking at him. He grew up in the church. Uh, he was an usher and sang in the choir from six to seventeen. Uh, his dad was a deacon, and his mom was a deaconess. He is a deep faith, but it's his own faith. And he says he doesn't talk about it a lot, but he is a big believer. Um, his hero is his mom because she overcame a lot to raise him. Um, uh, made sure he went to church to develop a moral compass, took me to black history workshops as a child. So he had a sense of self, uh, self worth, mm -hmm. um, past survivor players. Mm hmm. He says, Sandra's anyone but me will always be his strategy. And if he doesn't, hold on. And if I don't have that, I will be an agent of chaos a la Russell with charm. Mm. Anyway, why does he, why uh, does he think he can be the sole survivor? I thrive and find a certain comfort in chaos. Managing events at a club on a Friday night, anything can happen, but whatever issues pop up, you have to handle. That takes interpersonal skills if it's dealing with people, and it takes general problem-solving skills when dealing with a venue, and you still have to make sure everyone at your party has a great time. I like that. I like that outlook. I mean, I, mm -hmm. the people that, are pe that deal with people tend to do very well in Survivor. I look, I look at Erica and I look at Marianne, the most 
the two most recent winners, both people that work with people. Um, you know, I was on board with you, James Jones, until you brought up Russell. But I think I can forgive it because I like what you're saying. I mean, I understand what he's saying. Mm -hmm. And sure, Russell isn't somebody who I'm like, would be somebody who I want. But Russell was an agent of chaos. Russell yeah. caused a lot of chaos around camp. And I can see what he's saying. If he thrives in an environment where chaos is happening all the time. Yeah. As an event planner, like you said, on a Friday night at a club and the venue's going crazy, the, the you got to deal with caterers and the people and the bartender. It's a lot happening and you have to manage it and micromanage and do everything. So I get it and I understand why that will be a thing. Hopefully he won't have to be Russell and he could be Sandra in this, in this matter. But... If he's going to do that, like, I see the whole, like, watching Survivor Australia, I think about, um, um, what's his face? The one who just kept laughing and, um, the brother. Jordy? Jordy. He, thri he thrived in that chaotic situation. He wanted to make things chaotic just so, you know, he could... It was just fun. And so I, I understand it because if you can do it, everybody can't do that. Everybody can't do it. I am not one of those people who thrive in chaos. I don't like chaotic environments. It drives me nuts. But if somebody else can do it it'll, and throw everybody else off their game, great. I I, 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 I understand this man. I see this man. Y'all know what I always say. I'm rooting for anybody black. Period. Yep. So James Jones, I'm rooting for you. The fact that he was talking about how he grew up in the church and his 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 he's very religious. He has his own spirituality that he is dealing with and he is working with and working through. I understand that as somebody who's grown up in the church and yeah. singing in the choir and being an usher and doing all of that. I was going to say, it sounds like Lana. It's just <laughs> only, the only thing missing that he, him for me is his father wasn't a pastor. It's just, it's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this man is me. And, and so sure. I'm like, I, I get it and I understand it. And then the fact that he is an event planner. So he's like, Working these events where it's probably people would not be who are in the church would not agree with mm -hmm. him working these events, but that's that's, yeah. that's a job. It's a yeah. job. You got to do what you got to do. Um, but the whole thing when he was like, I have I have my own spirituality that I work, you know, through. Sometimes you get burnt out in the church, so you have to step back and do your own thing for a while. So I get it. I understand. Not that he's doing it, but he's saying he's not going to bring it up, and because I have this thing with black. Christians on these reality shows they like to bring like they like to put those people in in the shows and we're supposed to be like praying every morning and holding Bible study around camp and drag Shan drag Shan you know, drag her <laughs> and that's not how this game was going to play like I and I understood Shan in this thing like Shan was like yes I am a pastor but I'm here to play Survivor. So what I might do in this game is not going to look very Christian pastor-like, but I'm here for the game. And we give that chance to step away from being 
the good person in the room because we're playing this game. So I get it. And so hopefully, like you said, I'm not, he's not going to throw it in people's faces. Mm-hmm. He's just going to, he knows in his heart who he is. and He's going to live by his own moral standards, but he's still here to play survivor. And yeah. the whole basis of survivor is to outwit, outlast, outplay. And when you outplay somebody or not with somebody, you have to lie to some people from time to time. So, I'm rooting for you, James Jones. That's a very typical, you know. Not name. to mention, um, that's a very good looking man. That's all yes. I'm gonna say about that. Mm-hmm. A very mm-hmm. good looking man. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. So James mm-hmm. Jones, go ahead. Go sure. on. Let's okay. talk about Carla. Carla Cruz Godoy. Yes, she's 28. She's a Pisces from San Diego, California, but currently in Newark, Delaware. And she's an educational project manager. Uh, her favorite hobbies, uh, which are also three of my favorite hobbies, traveling, brunching, and karaoke. I like her already. I like her. <laughs> three words to describe her. Ambitious, gregarious, and adaptable. Oh, really? I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Pet peeves, tardiness, pessimism, and slow drivers. Okay. Sure. Uh, what is she most proud of? She says her parents are Mexican immigrants who became teenage parents at the age of 16, which led her to grow up in a low-income community where college was a dream. Um, she says that school became a safe space for her. Um, she is proud to say she is the first in her family to graduate from high school and the first to graduate from college. And she did it all with a full-ride scholarship from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation's Millennium Scholar Program. Mm. This this queer Chicana did that. Period! I knew she was a woman after my own heart. Um, <laughs> I have two people I can immediately root for. Great. Um, something we would never know from looking at her. She's incredibly competitive and an overachiever. Um, her hero, my grandfather, Elizifat Godoy, he immigrated to the U.S. from... Uh, Guerrero, Mexico, to provide a better family life for his family, and he instilled strong educational values. Past survivors, Lana, she said, Sari. Period. Period. Uh, Sari, because she knew, uh, because she was an incredibly well-rounded social and analytical player. She was loved by all. She knew when to stir the pot, and she knew how to keep a strong social game that could take her to the end. She's physically strong, so she'll use that as an added advantage. And why Carla thinks she can be sole survivor, she says, I'm adaptable, resilient, gregarious, and my ancestors have my back. I'm confident in my social game that I'll build relationships across differences and get along with just about anyone. With my wife and family in my heart and thoughts, I know I will make it to the end. I love it. Look, her picture came up and I was like, this woman is queen. She yes. is mother. She is queen. I don't even know who she is. And she's very much younger <laughs> than me, but she is mother. Um, it was, it's just, a, she has a presence about her and the look in her eyes, like when she says she's strong and gregarious and all of that, I believe it. It's just, yeah. it's just exudes and pours from her. And the fact that she's very much aware, like, look, my ancestors are with me. My, I'm here with my family, my wife, my kids, and I'm. It's just, I, I just really like her. I do. I just really like her. I don't know what it is about her, but I saw her picture when they did the cast drop, and I was like, I like this woman. It's just certain people that jumped out to me. She yeah. was one of those people, 
And um, everybody else who we talked about, the, the Cassidy was one who jumped out at me. Carla was the second one that jumped out at me. So I'm very excited. I will say the people who jumped out at me happen to be women. So sorry, that just is what it is. I, I kind of agree with you. Like that's but, kind of where I'm at. Like it, it feels like another very female dominant cast. And that's we'll, not to we'll say see. that the men aren't good. But we'll see. yeah, because yeah. we, we can be surprised. We can be surprised when it starts. But just from the cast dropped, those these it was just like three or four people that just jumped out at me. We have already seen two of them. I can't wait to tell you the other ones. I think I have a good idea of who the other two are. Okay. I know one of them for sure. Yes, for sure. I have another one. I don't know if we have the same one, but I'm interested okay. I'm interested to see. So uh Carla, period. Period. Mm -hmm. End of story. I don't need to say anything else. Period. Queen, <laughs> Queen icon, legend, mother, all of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Lindsay Carmine. She is 42. She's an Aquarius from originally from Greensboro, North Carolina, but currently living in Downington, Pennsylvania. And she's a pediatric nurse. Uh, favorite hobbies, volunteering, traveling, reading, exercising, gardening, and projects on our homestead. Any and all outdoor activities and spending time with family and friends. Uh, three words to describe her would be relentless, resourceful, and compassionate. Not always words that I would put together, but I, I interested. Pet peeves, people that cut in line, smacking gum, and when people play games on their phone and don't put their phone on silent. She would hate me, baby. <laughs> 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 I love that. She would hate uh, me. I'm sorry. No, I, I'm that kind of person, though. Like, I mean, if it's like, if it's not, if it's like on low, I'm not mad at that. But like, if you're on a bus with your phone on high, yeah, are not five dollars. Not even you. that. Uh, a compliment she's most proud of. I've never strayed from my goals, even when people tell me my expectations are too high. The common assumption is that you can have it all, just not at once. I'm here to show you that you can. I look around at this life that I very intentionally created for myself and our family and think, what if I had listened to everyone and just stopped dreaming? I wouldn't have any of this. So her life is is her answer without, okay. What would we never know from looking at her? People are mostly surprised at how competitive I am, especially as I get older. It's as if people think I should have outgrown that phase in my life by now. I come across as non-threatening and it's very intentional on my part. That's going to help me in the game. Who is your hero and why? Healthcare providers, period. Uh, specifically my coworkers and nursing school best friends who I relied on for strength and support while I cared for COVID patients during the pandemic. First of all, thank you, Lindsay. Um, which past survivor will she play the most like? She has three. Natalie Anderson uh, for the mental and physical strength. Sarah for the strategic play. And Michelle for the social game. And why she can be the sole survivor? I have 20 years worth of reasons why I am going to be the sole survivor. Please don't list them all. She didn't. That's all she wrote. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, number one, 
they need to shorten these answers. Like, seriously. Um, and this is me. This is me paraphrasing them, Lana. I also want to clarify. This is me paraphrasing them. Yeah, it's just we are go. We are already forty minutes in, and we are not even halfway through with this cast. Um, Trust, I'm reading as fast as I can. No, it's not also. even you. It's they're talking too much. It's uh, too much. Um, her life story about her life, uh, baby. That was way too long. Um, but I love seeing someone in my age range on yep. the show. Doing There's a it. couple of them. There's a couple yeah. of them, and so I'm very much happy for that. Um, she was not one of the people that jumped out at me when I saw the cast jump. I didn't even remember her when this picture came up. I was like, who is that? Um, so, but I'm here for, to see what she does. She is one of those people. She, she gives me like, remember last Mariah last season? Oh, Mariah. Oh yeah. And I was like. I don't know how well she's yeah. going to do or how far she's going to go. She's giving me that energy. So uh, I don't know. But she says she's competitive and she says she is, she, you know, she likes very much into it. So we'll see what happens. But, you know, older people on these tribes don't tend to do well unless you're a ma- older male like Mike. But older women don't always get the same, yeah. you know, or unless you get through like Tiffany or. I was uh, going to say Tiffany is kind of the person I thought of immediately. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some people. Someone, do someone like, we're going to do a real throwback. Someone like Lil. Yeah. yeah those yeah. people do well. But they do well. So we'll and, see. I don't know. But I do love the name Lindsay Carmine. But, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for, thank you for uh, your nursing. Your nursing and, the, and all, all that. All of that. You know, yeah. we needed people to help throughout this pandemic. And we love that you were able to do that for those who needed it. So, yep. Thank you for your service. The last person on the Coco Tribe. Man, we are just in, we still in Coco Tribe. Ryan, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a two hour video. It's oh, fine. Jesus. Ryan, twenty five. He's a Virgo from Savannah, Georgia. Currently living in El Paso, Texas. He's a warehouse associate. Favorite hobbies: fishing, hiking, and carpentry. Three words to describe him: charismatic, outgoing, and humorous. Pet peeves: bullies, laziness, and self entitlement. Uh, what is he most proud of? The connection that I made with my mom after her stroke. Um, what is something we would never know from looking at you? I was born three months early with mild cerebral palsy. Hmm. Doctor said I would never walk, but after four years of therapy, I was finally able to. His hero is his father. He helped raise us while fighting for our country and putting 110% into both. Uh, past survivor, he will play like Rupert. <laughs> I like the way he provided food for his tribe, which helped them keep their strength for the challenges. And why Ryan thinks he could be the sole survivor, I'm a triple threat. I can socialize easily, am naturally strong and quick in puzzles, great at forming bonds, and can influence others with a silver tongue. I have a great resolve to do what needs to be done to earn the million dollars. This, I I don't know this to be true, Mr. Ryan Madrano. This screams recruit. This screams recruit. I feel first, I feel Ryan Madrano give, is giving me um, first merge inner boots. You know what I'm saying? First merge boots. Oh, I was going to say like second voted off of his tribe energy. Oh, that, either he's not the move, first, but right. the second. <laughs> I think he might go, if he's going to go either really early or he's going to go really early in the merge, I do. I fear. Yeah. I fear. It's I, I agree. It's something about him that screams, like you said, recruit. Or I mean 
The Rupert answer, though, is what throws me off of that, because not many people put Rupert. But again, I don't have a really good gauge as to, like, what seasons are they showing these people prior to the show. No, it just, he's giving me very, I'm here for the fun, you know, kind of. Do you remember the doctor from season 41, the one that went really early? Um... Yes. I don't remember his name. I don't remember it, his name, but I remember that energy. Yes, he does. And I just don't, I think people will have, he's going to be one of those people that's coming on tribe and try to, you know, I'm going to get all the food. I'm going to hunt and get the food, blah, 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 blah. And he's yeah. going to get on people's nerves after a while. And they're like, okay, we don't really need you. We know how to get it ourselves. It's- Especially in this tribe, I'm interested to see how he's going to interact specifically with someone like James. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily see them meshing very well. I don't know, because I feel like the guys could do the guys what guys normally do. I don't know if Gio is going to do what the guys are going to guy. You know what I mean? I mean, Gio seems like a guy's gay. You know what I'm saying? Sure. No, I, yeah. It's it's the girls' gays, Mm -hmm. and then there's the guys' gays. And... I feel like Gio might be a guy's gay, but sure, a guy's gay around the guys, mm-hmm. and could be a girl's gay around the girls. If that makes sense, like I think Gio's very adaptable. Oh, me. In this situ- so me, so right, me, right? Because you could, because you talk about sports, you do, you know, you're the guys' gays when you're around the guys. You can, yeah. you can calm it down when you need to, but when you're around the girls, you can be the girls' gay, and it's like. Yes, and so I think Gio is going to be able to go in between sides. Yeah, but and anyway, Ryan, good luck. Good luck. Good luck to <laughs> we can be so wrong. Watch us be so wrong. We about can be a hundred percent wrong. Like he go come in and just murder it. He's gonna be the sole survivor. I don't right. know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the Red Vessi tribe. Desi tribe? Did you Desi tribe? That was no. De- Icon legend and star Desi. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Desi tribe. That was the Kokomon trees uh, yeah. tribe. We're gonna start with Cody. Cody Asenmacher. Asenmacher is what I. I don't know. Interesting or, name. Asenmacher. I don't I know. I think it's German. Thinks- I need somebody to say his name correctly so I know how to say it. So I could he he would be somebody like Gio Bustamante to me if I know how to say Gio his Busta- name or Lindsay Carmine. Maybe uh, no, not Lindsay Carla Carmine. Carla Cruz Godoy. Period. Yes. Cody is 35. He's a Sagittarius, originally from Preston, Iowa, currently living in Honolulu, Hawaii. Uh, and he is in elevator sales. I love that. I'm not going to lie to you. I love. He sells elevators. He sells elevators. <laughs> you know there's a job for that. You know there's somebody who does oh, yeah. that. But oh, you yeah. never hear somebody say, I'm an oh. elevator salesperson. Oh, don't worry. There's plenty of very interesting uh, careers as we move forward in this two-hour cast assessment. Elevator um, Favorite hobbies, going out with friends, traveling, and being outdoors. Three words to describe him. Optimistic, charismatic, and fearless. Pet peeves, 
lazy people, social media addicts, and clipping nails in a public location. He is most proud of the relationships he has with his family and friends. Uh, something we would never know from looking at him. Several of my bottom front teeth are fake. When I was a kid, my older brother strapped me into a sled behind an ATV in a frozen cornfield, and the sled flipped over. Okay. Uh, his hero is uh, a, a, a Devin, a best friend of his who passed from cancer in high school. Not his brother. Oh my god. Not his brother. <laughs> He's going to say his parents, though. Mm-hmm. Not his brother. Mm-hmm. Past survivor. You know, I'm not surprised by this just looking at him. He says Malcolm. He was a likable, physically skilled, humble player who used that skill set to advance his way through the game. Cool. Why do you believe you could be the sole survivor? I know that Survivor and I were meant for each other. It just took us 20 years to realize it. My charismatic, fun-loving personality will enable me to build alliances, competitive edge, experience being outdoors, uh, experiences, profession, and living in different cities have given me wisdom ahead of my time, and he will use that to his advantage in communicating with players older than him, while my active lifestyle and youthful spirit will enable me to relate to younger players. Man, stop giving us paragraphs for your answers. Why do you think I'm? And again, I'm paraphrasing. Oh my gosh. Okay, these people are going to talk a lot. I I'm gonna be real honest. This gives me every white man with a beard that's been typecasted in the last ten years of Survivor. I, I have nothing. I don't know. I'm still tripping on his front, whole front teeth are fake because. <laughs> Is that going to be like his fun fact on like day one as they're all like watching the sunset? Oh yeah, like half of my bottom teeth are fake. I wonder if he go take them out. (sighs) Okay. Moving on. I would like to move on. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. To Dwight. 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 I didn't pull up his bio before now. Dwight is 22. He's a Virgo from Palo Alto, California, but currently in Collierville, Tennessee. He's a grad student. I don't know what university is in Collier, Tennessee. Eastern Tennessee? You continue. One of them. All right. Uh, Hobbies, skiing, video games, and tutoring slash teaching. Three words to describe him. Ambitious, confident, and strong-willed. Pet peeves, someone making a reference to the office within two seconds of learning my name. Uh, Also, arrogance and refusing to use turn signals while driving. Oh, God, this man gave us paragraphs. Okay, accomplishment you're most proud of. In my sophomore year of high school, I decided to take the ACT just just to see how I would do on it, and I got a perfect score. Okay. Um, he's, he said due to that, he's had parents in Memphis tell him that they've used him as an example for their kids to show what black people can accomplish academically. Uh, something we would not know from looking at him. He had a whole career as a journalist that rivals the, that of professionals all before he entered college. Uh, people he's interviewed include Cory Booker, Madeline Albright, Colin Powell, and Condoleezza Rice. And he has covered the red carpet at the National Civil Rights Museum's Freedom Awards for many years. Uh, His hero, his parents. Which past survivor player will he play like? Wendell. 
and why he can be the sole survivor. Uh, there's a paragraph, but he says because of the passion that he puts into every single thing that he does in life. Okay. That's the gist of it. Um, um, the University of Memphis Collierville. <sighs> Great. Wonderful. Um, I think I saw his video. I saw he was one of the people who had a few a video. Oh, I didn't see his video. Yeah, I, he was one of the few that had one. And his video was interesting to me because he is very much like um, he he's very proud of his culture. Love that. He wants to show, you know, that, you know, you can be smart and well-rounded and, you know, very much into, you know, uh, African-American studies and culture and he is he he was somebody he he stood out to me for not he wasn't one of the people that jumped out at me until I saw his video he yeah. was he just seems like somebody who he's he's going to be so smart you know who what vibes he's giving me remember oh boy from 41 from the green tribe oh um I think it's J. Was Something with a J. It was a J, but you know who I'm talking about. He yes. went out post pre-merge because he is so he was just so smart that he just played so hard. JP. 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 Is it JP or JJ or DJ or I'm looking it up because it's gonna bother me, but keep, go ahead. But yeah. That's the vibe I'm getting from him. I think he's going to either play, he's going to be so, he's going to be good where he can make it through, or he's going to play so hard where he gets out early. Like, I think he's going to be so smart. And sometimes when you're super smart, you get on people's nerves. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like yeah. he's one of those people that talks. He's a grad student. He's young. He's energetic. Yeah. He's ready to play. I hope he knows how to balance that out. Like, yeah. don't come off over, like, too hard playing so hard where you just like they'll keep you for a couple of weeks but you won't make it to merge because if you especially if your tribe is losing <laughs> you know jd jd that's JD. He, that was, yeah. that's the energy i get from him absolutely but i i just hope he does better at his at this than jd did i really like jd and i wanted him to, to go yeah. far but i think dwight has the opportunity to not be that just he just has to know when it's time to dial it back a little bit, or and when to bring it out. If I feel like I want him to have like JD's energy with Wendell's gameplay, yes, that's what I want. I yeah. like him. I do. I think, I think his answers were very well done. He seems like a fan. Mm -hmm. Cool, love it. You know, I'm rooting for everybody black, so I'm definitely rooting for Period. Jesse Lopez. Jesse is somebody that's gotten a lot of social media coverage uh, at the time that we are filming this video. Because he also has a video that's been posted on, you know, Instagram and all that kind of stuff. But Jesse, 30, he's a Sagittarius from Venice, California, currently living in Durham, North Carolina. He is a political science PhD student. Hobbies, playing chess with my son, dancing with my daughter, and binge watching shows with my wife after the chess player and the dancer fall asleep. I love that answer already. I love how I, you did I, that. Spoiler, I like him a lot. Um, three words to describe him. Aware, ambitious, and unbreakable. Pet peeves, quitters, people who complain about things but aren't willing to change, and personalized license plates. Hey, what's wrong with that? 
what is he most proud of? The family that he's built with his wife. Um, something we would not know from looking at him. I do research at Duke. Uh, you don't look at me and see a scholar. Uh, his hero, his wife. They've been together every step of the way. Past survivor. He says, and I quote, I'm basically Spencer or Christian from David versus Goliath if they got jumped into a gang at 15. <laughs> I'm bringing an academic mindset to the game because I spent more hours thinking about how people vote than Sandra and Boston Rob combined. Okay. Those are big words, my boy. Those are big words. Why do you believe you could be the sole survivor? I've researched voting behavior for, for, for six years. I don't care if I'm out there with someone who's never missed an episode of Survivor or someone who's played three times already. They're not going to hold a candle to me strategically. But I'm also not an academic by nature and have gone from being a gang member to dealing with Harvard-level researchers on a daily basis so I can adapt to any environment and build relationships with anyone. Okay. That was the thing that stood out in his video to me. He talks about his PhD is literally in uh, voting behavior. And I, I, that, I find that so interesting. Um, I like him. I, I, I like that he has family values. Um, he, he did in his video as well. He talked a lot about, you know, being in a gang and then going from that to graduating high school to graduating college from, I think, UC Berkeley, and then he's doing his PhD at Duke. Um, I like his energy. The Sandra Boston Rob voting comment threw me a little bit, but I like the answer of Spencer and Christian. So I'm interested. We're going to leave it at that. Um, I feel like this man... I, I, I'm interested in him. Like he's piqued my interest. I, he wasn't one of the people that jumped out at me when the cast dropped, but he's now piqued my interest with his bio because I feel like some people come into this game and they're very survivor knowledgeable. They think they know everything and they know the game, even though they change it up from time to time and, you know, things that they thought they knew what wasn't it and so then the super fan comes in and they get outplayed because they think they know everything and then it's not it he's not that he's not the person that's saying i watched every season of survivor i know but he's done the research he's a researcher by like this is what he does and he said he researches get voting patterns and things like i'm interested to see if everything that he's acquired throughout his life, his um, his street smarts, along with his book smarts, along now he's doing a PhD and he his survivor smarts, if that really does translate into a sole survivor, because we've seen a lot of different people come into this game with either one or the other, you know, they have good social skills and good, you know, and they make it strictly by their social skills or they're great competitors and they strictly make it by great competitors or they're a good rounded play, well-rounded player. And they make it through, he has a whole nother layer of 
data research. Like, is that going to translate into a good survivor player? Or is it going to be somebody who just all that research and then they go out there and flop? We don't know. I don't know. But I'm interested. I I I I I I I'm interested. I want to I don't know where he's going to land, but I just want to see where he lands. I'm interested in seeing. And yeah. on top of that, you have to add in the other layer of just being in that environment. Yeah. Like all the research in the world is going to do you no good if you get out there and you can't handle the elements that is survivor, no sleep, no food, no, you know, cold, rainy. If you can, you can do all of that and say, I'm prepared for that, but it's a whole nother story when you get out there. So I'm interested to see if his research translates into a good survivor player. Yep. We shall see. We shall see. Let's push forward with Justine. She's 29. I don't know her astrological sign because her birthday was not given. Uh, She's originally from Sunnyvale, California, currently living in Marina del Rey, California. A beautiful city. Um, I've been a few times. Uh, She is a cybersecurity saleswoman. Uh, Favorite hobbies, cooking, oil painting, and golfing. Three words to describe her. Self-sufficient, resourceful, and witty. Pet peeves, when people walk slowly right in front of you, when you open the door for someone and they don't say thank you, and when people are passive-aggressive. Now, the accomplishment she's most proud of, I saw this on Twitter before I even looked at the cast, and it's a paragraph, but I'm going to read as much of it as I can. So, my parents let me borrow their 20-year-old Lexus SUV a few years back, and I immediately ran the passenger side door into a four-foot-tall concrete pole by making a sharp right turn and not seeing it in my blind spot. To fix the destroyed door would have cost more money than the car was worth, so I looked at websites of a few junkyards, found one that had a 2000 gold Lexus, uh, bargained it down from 750 to 400 and installed the new door on Thanksgiving Day. Okay. Um, Something we would not know from looking at her. She says, I think a lot of people think I'm an unathletic girly girl, but my dad raised me to be the son he never had. Uh, Her hero, to nobody's surprise, given the last answer, is her dad. Past survivors. Kelly Wentworth. And Joe Anglum. And why she thinks she could be the sole survivor in sales. I have to outwit people every day. It helps having a high IQ. And I've always been way more emotionally intelligent than book smart. That's a huge attribute when interacting with other tribe members. Having a psychology degree and being in sales gives me great people skills. Uh, Don't judge me by my size. I will never give up on something that I want. I'm that stubborn and I do not like losing. She gives me Tory energy. I'm getting Tori. I get that, but okay. We were we were very much talking about how um the first picture was amazing of yeah. of what's her name? Uh, Cassidy. Cassidy's picture. Why are we not talking about this? Because this picture is great. She looks great. And let me just say her outfit of choice. Stunning, like that's a shirt, a short. It looks like a shirt, but it's a, I see it's a short set in the top. And Remember, this, burnt orange from earlier, Lana. Burnt I'm orange. Saying, I'm just saying, 
looks amazing. Great picture. Yeah. Um, now, her as a player, not sure what's going to happen. I I'm like, not too sure yet. I think people might underestimate her. She could turn out to be somebody who is very much athletic and like she said, she's her dad raised her to be the boy he never had, which could help her. We I, I think she's going to but I do see the Tory energy that you're talking about. I don't it's not going to be as blatant as Tory, like I don't think, but I think she can get to either probably the same point as Tory. Like she might make me first merge boot or not not first first merge boot. That was that was uh Chanel. Um but she might make it to merge and get that, you know. I I don't know. I just I'm still stuck on this outfit because that's like the best outfit to take to uh, Survivor because you can. She got short. A, co a coordinated long sleeve short set. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Because so, can... so far, outfits alone, Justine is the best. She's Her. the best so far. Period. Right. Work, Love Justine. It. You do it. Okay, well, we've reached the, pro the part of our program where we must discuss Ineka. Mm -hmm. Now, if you are not aware, uh, there were some tweets that were unearthed about dear Anika involving one orange man. We're going to acknowledge her when we have to. Right now. Anika's 43. Her She lives in Texas. <laughs> and she's a pharmacist. Favorite hobbies, traveling, biking, and cooking. Words to describe her, joyful, hardworking, and trustworthy. Pet peeves, mediocrity, and laziness. What is she most proud of? Her family. Building her family. Uh, something we would not know from looking at her. How tough, resilient, and determined she can be. Her hero, her dad. Past survivor, Suri Fields. Because I love to connect and do so easily. Why she can be the sole survivor. I believe that I can accomplish anything I set my mind to. I can influence others to make decisions. I'm resilient. Uh, it's not about how many times I fall, but that I get up one more time. She has like easily the shortest bio and it makes me very happy. I am not surprised that she is a supporter of that orange man because a lot of um, Africans from yeah. a lot of people who are from Africa and have the African descent are usually go that way because a lot of them, a lot, some of them, well, some of them, I won't say a lot, but some of them are very wealthy when they come here. A lot of, some of them are very, very wealthy people and um, they come here and they, they thrive and which is fine, which is great. Look, your politics are your politics. I don't have to like it. You support whoever you want. Um, I personally feel like that's kind of, ugh. but yeah, you do what you got to do. She is 43. I am 43. I love seeing somebody, like I said, somebody who is in my age range on this show. I don't know how well she's going to do. Politics aside, I think women of older, older women in this game don't get the same um, leeway as the older men in this game. Especially older women of color. Exactly. I'm going to say it. Exactly. Exactly. But the like dress said, is cute. That dress is amazing. Like she looks yeah. Amazing, and she looks very age appropriate. And yeah. so she gonna go on there, and I'm sure she got her have her bikini, her bathing suits or whatever. Sure. But she looks comfortable in that. I, I I look like I said, politics aside, I still root for everybody black, and so I want her to do well. Um, and um, that's it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 
Noelle. Is this the other person that stood out to you? No. Oh, because this is the other person that stood out to me. Uh, I mean, you, you, you're not going to not rec- no, notice her. Absolutely. There's yeah. no oh. way you can look at it and look at that cast and see her and not acknowledge her. So, And yeah. I believe... Oh, no, that was a lie. I was like, was she the third or the first amputee? Nope, she's the third. Mm-hmm. According, thank you, uh, Survivor Fandom Wiki. Mm-hmm. Um, Noelle is 25. She's an Aquarius from Londonderry, North New Hampshire. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. What about saying North? North Hampshire. North Hampshire. <laughs> it's it's late. Uh, she lives in Manchester, New Hampshire, and she is a U.S. Paralympian. Love her that. favorite hobbies: snowboarding, traveling, and hanging with friends. Three words to describe her: tenacious, outgoing, and determined. Her pet peeves include lazy people, slow drivers, and phony people. What is she most proud of? After my leg was amputated in 2016. I never let it define me. I returned playing Division I lacrosse, and in just two years, I made the Tokyo Paralympic track and field team and set a new American record in the 100-meter dash. Period. Um, What is something we would never know from looking at you? Something people don't think when they see me is that I'm a tremendous athlete. What a lot of people see when they look at me is my prosthetic, and they feel sorry for me and doubt my capabilities, and that's their first mistake. Mm -hmm. Her hero, her mom... Best friend, motivation, uh, everything she aspires to be. Uh, past survivor she wants to play like, Kelly Wentworth on her second try. <laughs> so, uh, a la Wentworth does not count. Mm-hmm. Um, why she can be the sole survivor. I have the ability to form friendships easily, and I will use that to my advantage to go far in the game. I'm also good at strategizing and adapting to an ever-changing environment, and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to make it to the end. If you present me the impossible, I will overcome it. I love that. I feel like, look, anybody who has a can get on the show with a disability of any sort, I'm here for it. Um, I, I rocks with them. I under, you know, it might not be the same disability that I have, but it's still a disability. It's still something that's supposed to prevent you from doing things and mm-hmm. you're pushing through that. So I say, Noel, you go. She is a U.S. Paralympian. Like, She's an Olympian, like period. She's an Olympian. And you can never underestimate anybody who goes to anything that has Olympian or Paralympian or anything behind it because they are athletes. So y'all should, they should look out for this woman. I feel like she is not going to let any challenge hold her back. Even these ones where she's going to have to, it's going to be difficult. Like I, I can see the cargo net being something because you know those ones I can see those being difficult for her but I also feel like she's so used to overcoming things that are difficult she's going to be fine and if look Noelle you use everything to your advantage absolutely if they feel sorry for you that's on them and if they want to keep you around because they feel sorry for you let them yeah. But then you get up there and you show them and you start winning them individual immunities and it ain't nothing they can do about it. So I'm really I also want to clarify, she didn't stand out to me because she's an amputee. She stood yeah. out to me because that smile is infectious. She she's she would stand out to me not because of her leg, because she's like her body's killer. Like I, I feel her energy. 
Like mm-hmm. that's what it was for me. I was like, I feel the energy from her in a similar way that I did to like Carla and we'll talk about Mariah here in a mm-hmm. second and Cassidy and like those kinds of people. Yeah. Um, like those energies really stood out to me. So yeah. I'm very excited for Noelle. I'm excited to see her go and do it. So rooting for you. We're at the last tribe. The Baka tribe. The Baka Baka tribe. Baklava tribe. Okay. The Baklava tribe. Period. Coco Montrese, Desi, and the Baklava tribe. Great. Great. Love it. We're going to start with Ellie. Ellie is 31. She's an Aries from Atlanta, Georgia, but currently lives in Salt Lake City, Utah. She's a clinical psychologist. Uh, Her hobbies include rock climbing, skiing, and karaoke at dive bars. My kind of woman. Uh, Three words to describe her. Clever, perceptive, and authentic. Uh, Pet peeves. She says, really, the only way someone can earn a spot on my bad side is by being inconsiderate or intentionally hurtful to others. Social injustice and discrimination make my blood boil. Um, What is she most proud of? Well, she she gave us a paragraph, Lana. Um, Most proud of persistence in education despite challenges. Um, She had a deep desire to study psychology, even though um, people in high school told her it would be wasting time. She was accepted to a program for students with lower GPAs, um, and she graduated college early with a 3.89 GPA and got a 4.0 in her master's and doctoral courses. Good for her. Good on you, girl. That's that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, something we would not know from looking at her. Uh, she's creative and artsy. She loves to write, paint, and learn new crafts. Um, her hero... She says, my abuelos, my maternal grandparents, uh, because of their ability to persevere through adversity and take risks to better the lives of their family and communities. Past survivors she wants to play like. She mentioned four. Okay. And I would be this kind of person. She says, Kim, mm-hmm. uh, because of her natural ability to lead a group. Uh, she says, Kelly Wentworth is, is an example of how she will play if she finds herself without luck. Um, she says she could also find herself playing a social and strategic game like Surrey Fields, and uh, also would feel proud to play and grow in the same way that Sarah Lissina did. Um, why she can be the sole survivor? She will outwit by use by use of her natural social skill and cutthroat strategy. Uh, outplay with her natural competitiveness, athleticism, and tenacity, and outlast by moving towards small goals that will motivate her along the way. I'll be sneaky when I have to be and transparent when it is beneficial and adapt with the game. She's saying a lot of the right things. Mm -hmm. I like her. Yeah. She's fine. I mean, she's just... I mean, nothing... She said it was out of the way. Nothing she said was like giving me groundbreaking. Right. It wasn't nothing that made me go, oh yes. She's just she's just Ellie. And you know what? Sometimes that's how you gotta be. It's just yeah. be you. So yeah. I'm here for it. You do you. I I don't really have a lot to say. She's pretty. Beautiful. Yeah. Nice outfit. I love I love a pantsuit. I, I love, love a pantsuit. And look, it's a it looks like a linen pantsuit, which it's very, very uncomfortable. It dries fast. So, yeah, I like it. Sure. Work, like Ellie. Her. Go, 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 Ellie Scott. 
This, this that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I, 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 I like, I like Janine already. Twenty-four. She's a Sagittarius, originally from South Hamilton, Massachusetts, but currently living in San Francisco. She's a UX designer. Hobbies, backpacking, bonus points if it leads to sleeping under the stars, she says. Photography and running. Three words to describe her. Green, both in that I absorb all new experiences and information around me, and she's environmentally conscious, uh, as well as empathetic and witty. Uh, pet peeves, being mansplained to people on their phones uh, and people on their phones while uh, you're hanging out. Uh, what is she most proud of? She says, the body of work that I'm most proud of is my senior thesis, which bridged my two majors of environmental science and visual arts. Is this me? Is this me? It might be. There are two departments that have never worked together as a double major, and it took a lot of initiative to create my own syllabus and thesis, which addressed both. The thesis is a true reflection of me and of my equal passions and sustainability in art. Wait a damn minute. What is something we would never know from looking at you? People often assume I'm extroverted because I'm very effusive and engaged, especially when meeting someone for the first time, but I'm definitely an introvert and need time alone to recharge. Me. Uh, who is your hero and why? My father paved the way for my family and our life as we know it. He grew up as a sweet potato farmer in the impoverished countryside of China. He eventually came to the U.S., completed his Ph.D. in genetics, and now creates biotechnologies to increase yields for those very crops. Hmm. That's so cool. Uh, past survivor, I think for the fifth or sixth time in this cast assessment, Lana, Kim Spradlin! <laughs> She straddled the perfect balance of executing huge game moves without being pegged as the mastermind and is feminism at its finest. She also mentions Andrea Belke because she's outdoorsy, carried her weight, and manipulated people while staying likable. Okay. So I like I like when people say Andrea. I, I, Andrea is a, a good choice for me, at least. Mm-hmm. Why she can be the sole survivor? Well, she wrote a paragraph, but she says, given the evolution of the game, I see the winner as having to sit between multiple trust clusters and have the intuition to know when to rely on, on which at any given moment. Uh, she can create relation. I can create relationships with people from completely different backgrounds and juggle the nuances of my many different alliances. Uh, my athleticism and outdoor experience give me give me the ability to outlast, but I see my real strong suit in the outwit portion. I'll make my own moves so that at final tribal council, there will be no question of whether or not I played actively and assertively. I like her. I, I like her a lot. Number one, this picture is amazing. It looks like they really photoshopped her somewhere and put her in, on that beach. It just don't look like that. Right. But doesn't matter. Um, I I just I. She stood out to me. Uh, this is before I even heard anything about her bio. It was just something about her. Her energy is exuding through this photo. But hearing about how, she, of course, her two majors of that she put together of environmental science and art, and you combine them to make your own syllabus and your own thesis and, and, and do your thesis with that. That's amazing. Her father was a sweet potato farmer. And now he has a PhD to help with the crops that he once had to work, which is awesome. And I love sweet Incredible. potatoes. So thank you, sir. I love a good sweet potato. Pure. Now I want some sweet potato fries. Uh, I will, I'll, just, I'll take sweet potatoes any kind of way. Um, no. I love a good sweet potato. But okay. I, 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 I just, I don't know what it is about her. I didn't know who she was. I didn't know her name, but I saw her picture and I was like, just something about this girl. Um, 
She's gorgeous. That's, but yeah. As, as someone who is bridging a scientific field with an artistic field in my current university education, like I under I understand exactly what she's saying with how difficult that is. Yeah. Like I I, I get that. I like her. I'm a I, big fan. I do too. I like her, and I think I I, I hope I. I I hope the best for her. I want to see her go far. Spoiler, I hope the Baca tribe never has to go to tribal during the pre-merge portion of the game. Okay. I like almost everyone on this tribe a lot. Okay. So that's going to be really difficult if they go to tribal. Per. Next up is Mike. <sighs> well, we had to have an older white man with a beard from a northwestern state, Lana, and that's going to be Mike for this season. He's originally from Houston, but he currently lives in Meridian, Idaho. He's 52, a Virgo, and he is a heart valve specialist. This is what I was talking about with other, like, unique career paths. Like, that's, yeah. Uh, hobbies, camping, hunting, fishing, and skiing. Uh, three words to describe him. Intense, energetic, and fun. Pet peeves, unfairness, and men in skinny jeans. What is he most? is wearing sandals. This is like oh. wearing biker shorts, but okay, skinny jeans. I'm sorry. I'm anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, accomplishment he's most proud of my family. It's not been easy. Life is busy. Life is hard. Uh, but through hard work, dedication, and love, we stayed together and are strong. Something we would not know from looking at him. As social as I am, I enjoy time alone. His hero, uh, his father, he was a Green Beret. Okay. Love that. Which past survivor? He says, if I could only pick one, then I will say Sandra. Okay. She's always in the right place uh, at the right time. She had phenomenal strategies and gameplay. Now, I have to be honest, out of 18 contestants on this season, Lana, his answer for why he thinks he can be the sole survivor is my favorite answer. Okay. I don't know if you've seen it, but he all he said was, yes. <laughs> all he said was, yes. Why do you think you can be the sole survivor is the question. Why do you believe you can be the sole survivor? Yes. yes. You know what? <laughs> I ain't mad at it. <laughs> not either. I feel like, look. I'm really he, not either. He said, yes, I don't have to explain myself. Why do you think I'm going to be the sole survivor? Yes, because it's I giving me, It's giving me the better, this is a better response than what, like, Lindsay Carmine did, where she was like, I have 20 years of reasons, but explain it. Right, I like, love, yes. Yes. And honestly, if I ever get on Survivor, why do I think I can be the sole survivor? I can. I, because I can. I will be. <laughs> Why do you think you go? Because I will. I am. I am because I say I am. Because you know I'm already that? there. Because that's, I'm already there. That's the thing. That, I don't have to explain to you why. I'm just, I, 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 I why do you think you go be the same? Uh, because I can be. And I will be. Because I will be. I love it. Love it, Mike. I'm interested. I'm going to watch. Yeah, my, my my interest is peaked, and I will keep a good eye on it. But like we say, he's fifty two, so he got he got he got a struggle, he got a, a journey, and it's not gonna be easy. But if he can pull his weight, he'll be there for a minute. Well, and I think he's he is the only person 
over the age of 31 on his tribe. Mm. Oh, yeah, he go. Either they're going to take him in as the father of the group or they're going to vote him out out immediately. Yeah, this is the tribe with, I think, the biggest age range because it goes from Mike, who's 52. We'll talk about someone who's 19. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yep. Oh, we've made it to Mariah. 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 28. She's a Sagittarius. She She's lived in Philly a lot. Just still in Philly. She's a middle school performing arts teacher. Hobbies. Shopping. Traveling. Creating content. Uh, three words to describe her. Colorful, energetic, and joyful. Pet peeves are negative Nancys, Debbie Downers, and bullies. Uh, what is she most proud of? Building uh, the life she's building with her fiancé, being a teacher, making it through college, and opening her selfie museum. Now, I'm intrigued, and I would like to know more. Mm-hmm. Uh, something we would not know from looking at her. She's terrified of clowns. Continue. Who is your hero and why? I'm my own hero. I save myself each and every time, but my mom is the ultimate hero. (laughs) Because now that I'm all grown up and she's no longer here, I realize how much she truly persevered. That's usually how it happens. Which past survivor? We're getting a unique answer from Mariah. She says James from Survivor China. Don't bite the apple. Stay true to your alliances as best you can and stick it out to the end. Hmm. and why she thinks she can be the sole survivor. There isn't anything in the world that I cannot accomplish. My mindset has gotten me to the finish line of all my dreams. Plus, I'm super lovable and not an immediate threat. Shocking that she's afraid of clowns. Right! (laughs) This is... See, okay, people. That is something... When you get asked something you don't... People might not know about you, that is the kind of answer that you give something that actually will shock people and they don't know because like people saying, Oh no, I'm, I'm people won't know that I'm into spirituality and, and mother nature when all of your answers are mother nature and human and, and artsy fartsy. Yeah. I know that about you. Drag that's, Cassidy. Sorry, drag Cassidy. her. I'm just saying that's just something <laughs> I know, but to see someone yeah. who loves color and full of color and joy and, Everything a clown is supposed to represent fun and colors and and she's definitely I, I mean I'm I'm a, I'm a colorful ass person myself and I hate clowns. That's funny, but like see she, my she embodies my, color. Yeah. My um my like my something we would never know from looking at you, mine would be like I hate blue cheese. Like it'd be something like so like out of nowhere, like Yeah, something random. I don't like dogs. Oh, okay. I mean, I I don't I don't like dogs. Oh, that's unfortunate. I understand, but I'm I'm afraid of them. <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All of them. But I yeah. I like Mariah. I, I do. really do. She gives me just Marion O'Catch energy in the yep. best possible way. In the best way. Like, I, uh, I I saw her and I was like. Look, just like we talked about on the on the Amazing Race yesterday, I love seeing black women who expresses themselves with 
everybody, every part of their being. And she lives it. She enjoys it. She's a performing arts teacher. And not just a performing arts teacher at a school where people want to do performing arts. She's a middle school performing arts teacher. So these are kids who are like trying to be cool, but still too young to be real cool. And you have everything is lame to look middle school kids. Like this is boring. This is yeah. lame. This is stupid. And she has to go in there every day and encourage them to be to let go and express themselves, and perform and do and everything. So. I love, I'm sure she is full of energy. She is full of joy, full of life. I can't wait to see what she's like on this, on the, on the Island, how she, how that energy just hope it. I hope it doesn't cause it can go one of two ways. She could be exerted and it, it's contagious and she, she doesn't know her shine or her shine is dulled because there's so much weight of being out there and the elements and the environment. Yeah. And it could go either way, but I hope she shines like the, yeah. the colors on that dress, which is amazing, by the way. I love that dress. I would rock that dress. We love a vertical stripe. I do. I do. It, it just, it's, it's very slim. I love it. So, um, which is crazy because stripes should not slim you, but yeah. it looks good on her. And I love her hair. I love her smile. I just she's giving body here. She's like. giving body body, and so I'm loving. Yep. Period. I can see me, like you say, Mariah Young with Stan account could be happening. Mariah Young Stan account very well might might could be happening. Be happening. Mm -hmm. Or it's it's. I feel like it's Mariah or it's Carla at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I can see. I yeah. can see that. Owen, I'm really excited. It might be Owen Knight Stan account. I'm gonna it be real be. honest. It could be 30. He is a cancer. He's the only cancer on this mm -hmm. cast, which I think is really interesting. I look specifically to see who is a cancer and who is a Taurus. Okay. And there's one of each. And okay. it, there's a there's a wide spectrum of astrological sun signs on this cast. Anyway. He's from Bethesda, Maryland, currently in New Orleans. He is a college admissions director at Tulane University mm -hmm. uh, because his Twitter is Tulane Owen. Uh, <laughs> hobbies, backpacking, hiking, video games, and taking and coaching fitness classes. Three words to describe him would be loyal, charismatic, and passionate. Pet peeves, people who are entitled and people who don't know what to do at a four-way stop. Oh, I, I feel that so much. Yep. Um, what is he most proud of? He says, being named an admissions director at my age is rare. To be named director at my alma mater reminds me that the grind has been worth it and that people have noticed how dedicated and invested I am. What is something we would never know from looking at you? That I'm a great public speaker and use my public skills at work every day. Asian men have certain unfair stereotypes associated with them, and I don't fit that mold. I played football in high school, was rush chair for my fraternity, and can entertain a room of 800 people. Okay. I he looks like a rush chair for a for a fraternity. I'm gonna be honest. He looked like the rush chair in my fraternity. Um <laughs> who is I your hero? Know. My parents. They're kind, fun, hardworking, and dedicated to one another. Um, they gave me a life that anyone would dream of when they adopted me as a baby, and they've supported me in every endeavor I've taken on. Past Survivor. It's another unique answer for this cast, Lana. He says Adam Klein. Okay. He kept his threat level low, had good relationship with everyone, and was his authentic super fan self. 
why do you believe you can be the sole survivor? Uh, because I am an unassuming triple threat. Socially, I'm likable and take a genuine interest in people. Physically, I'm athletic enough to be an asset early in the game, but no one's going to mistake me for Ozzy and view me as a threat to go on an individual immunity run. Strategically, I'm a survivor super, super duper fan. Oh. And have seen every season and watched the international versions. I've studied this game and know what works and what doesn't. Most importantly, I'm pretty self-aware and know that I need to play my own game and go with the flow as the game develops. Uh, if you've not seen Owen on Twitter, he does have a survivor like breakdown guide. If you've never watched the show, uh, we were looking at it before we started filming because it popped up on my Twitter feed. It's actually a pretty good look. Uh, it's a pretty good guide. Um, he get it, obviously he's a super fan, but he doesn't give me super fan energy, if that makes sense. Because he's not a super fan. He's, he's a super, super duper fan, and I feel like the duper is the part that lets us know that he's not just going to come out here and he he studied this game, every version of this game, every internationally and local, you know, just domestically, he studied every aspect of survivor and he knows he's seen those super fans come on the show and play so hard and want to do everything and want to find all the idols and want to get all the advantages and want to do this and want to do that. But the duper in him knows I can't do that. So he's going to stay unassuming. Like he said, he's going Look here, this man. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say something, and I'm not being controversial or trying to uh-huh. be. He was adopted by a white couple. Yeah, he came to, and he been white, so he has the best of both worlds. People are going to look at this man and say, oh, he's an Asian man. He's a POC. He's going, you know, he, people, he might be super smart. You know, we have to look, but he has been around the white culture for all of his life. So he knows how to adapt and fit in really well with white people, which on the other hand, people of color are going to be like, oh, he's a, he's a POC. We could, he is in a well-rounded position where everybody will could could like him and everybody could and he's a fan so he's going to know these things of where you know he knows he's going to have to help around the camp he's going to have to go for food he knows when to search for idols and that and I think Owen is going to be someone you might want to look out for yes. he is I watched his video and I was like okay I see you, Owen. And it's nothing wrong with, I wasn't saying anything bad about his upbringing, his lifestyle, because I feel like it's going to help him tremendously in this game. It is what it is because, you know, everybody is looking for a reason to like people. Everybody's looking for a reason to, you know, to mess with people. And I think he's going to know how to do that. And he's a college administ- admissions director. So he still knows how to, talk to the college kids and the young kids and and vibe with the younger crowd, but he's 30. So he's not 20 in his 21s, but he knows how to relate to them. He knows how to talk to them. He knows how to be, you know, with them, but he also knows how to, he's mature enough to hang with the 40 year olds. He's mature enough to be with the 50, you know, 
I think Owen is in a good spot. Well, he will yeah. be. He 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 will be very much adaptable in this situation in this game. Yeah. So I'm excited to watch him work, and I think he's somebody people need to look out for. Again, I keep saying Baka Baklava. This mm-hmm. Baklava tribe mm-hmm. that go to tribal. Yeah, they go. Lose I don't want to see anyone from this tribe go pre-merge. Yeah. I cannot have it. I, I can I can see why. These are all good. This is a good tribe. They, they stacked the hell out of this tribe. That's what the tribe will say. This is a good twist. This is a this good is a tribe. Good, this is a good tribe. This is a good tribe. And we're going to round out this good tribe with Sammy. Oh, wait a minute. Y'all telling me this man is 19? That is a grown... 41-year-old man. What are we that's talking a, about? That's a 19-year-old child, Lana. That is a that is a 30-year-old man if I ain't never seen one. But okay. Sammy is 19. He is, he is the youngest person by date of birth mm-hmm. ever play Survivor in the U.S. And he's a pet cremator. Yes. Yes. He is, he is younger than Survivor. Mm-hmm. He is younger than Survivor. Mm-hmm. And we've had some young people on here. I mean, we had uh, uh, what's his face? Z- uh, Xander was young. Xander was twenty-one, I think. Twenty-one. But you're nineteen. He's nineteen. But he, this- was, born, he was born in two thousand and two, Lana. <sighs> anyway, he, he is old, younger than my nephew, my youngest nephew. Who? Yes. Bruh, he, um, he looks like a grown 30-something-year-old man. I'm sorry. He's a very good-looking man, I will say that. Owen was, too. Um, <laughs> hobbies include sports, fitness, and journaling. Uh, three words to describe him. Unpredictable, tenacious, and indecisive. That is not going to be good. Not a good... Co- uh, okay. okay. That means excuses, laziness, and being woken up before noon on weekends. Oh, you are not going to survive, bro. No. <laughs> uh, what are you most proud of? He says, probably getting my Eagle Scout because I struggled mightily with completing merit badges and often took three to four classes just to get them. He just got it two years ago. Yeah. He's only 19, Lana. That's we what I'm saying. You have to get your Eagle Scout at 17, right? Uh huh. I, I believe so. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Something we would not know from looking at you. My background is very culturally diverse with my father being an immigrant from Morocco. Okay. Okay. Uh, His hero is his grandpa because he's the hardest working man I've ever known. And he always made sure I knew what was most important. Family. How lovely. Um, No, it's actually kind of lovely. Which past survivor will you play like? Wentworth does not count. Um, what I admire and take away from Wentworth's game is that she never gave up until her torch was snuffed, and even when she was clearly in the bottom, she not only found ways to climb up, but she made everybody think she was oblivious and not smart enough to foil the foolproof plan they had. A la Wentworth does not count. Why do you believe you can be the sole survivor? Because I do not allow myself to not know what is going on with those around me. I'm too conversationally and emotionally experienced with people to be unaware of my standing in the game at all times, and I'm too determined and hungry to get comfortable. Everybody that I meet grows a heart on their sleeve after I speak with them for 20 minutes, and my competitors on the island will be no different. 
I want to like him so much. I'm nervous for Sammy. I'm very nervous for Sammy. I don't know what to feel about Sammy. I mean, age aside, I think... I don't know. I think he's I, going, I, yeah. I think he's going to do well for like I think if he's as competitive and he is good at challenges like you know his youth to be his help him with the you know the stamina and all of that. I I feel like they can't lose or Sammy could be first. I kind of agree with you. Yeah. But I don't know if I I don't know. I don't know what I feel about Sammy. I'm gonna watch Sammy. I'm gonna look out because I don't know what to feel about him. And it's not a bad thing. I just I think it's it's not bad or it's not good, but it's just indifferent right now with Sammy. Yeah. And so it's just I'll just keep my eye on him. Sure. That's what I got. And that's that. Wow. Now who is this woman in the pants on the far right? In the red shirt? No, in the blue. Is that Cassidy? Who's Cassidy. Why the fuck is she wearing a different outfit? Why is everybody wearing a, a, wearing a different, different, different outfit? Everybody has a different outfit on. It's not the same. Well, so yeah. I love the rain the rainbow overalls. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. On Mariah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, everyone's in a different outfit. What the what the hell? <laughs> I like just realized that. Okay, it worked. But I'd like her pants. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Cassidy's pants look cute. I think I'm gonna like her outfit. I think I'm gonna like her her yeah. style on this show. We did it. We did it. I <sighs> this is interesting. I okay, Logan. I'm yep. going to do to you what you <laughs> always do to me. I was about to do it to you. No. I'm doing it to you first. Okay. Give me your winner pick just based on this. Oh, God. I need to look at them again. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm going to, okay, this is going to be, so I, I've talked a lot about the women mm-hmm. on this cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've, I've talked a lot about the women. I'm going to pick James. James Jones? James Jones. Okay. That is, that, when you asked the question, that's the first name that popped in my head. Okay. So I'm going with James Jones. I... See, and it was so crazy. Yes, I do love the women on this cast, but that's not the first. A woman is not the first person that popped into my head. Right, right. I am Owen. That's that's fair. Yeah, it's but and and you know what? It really was the closest toss up between Owen and Jesse. Oh, okay. But Owen, I think, edged them out just a little bit. All right. But my heart pick is Mariah. I think my heart, my, oh, I have too many heart picks. I think my heart pick, if you say Mariah, my heart pick is going to be Carla. Carla. Mm-hmm. Carla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Janine. Janine is also a uh, But Owen. 
Oh, yeah. boy. I am excited about this season. I think these are going to be an interesting season to watch. And yep. there are going to be some interesting characters to watch with amongst this group. Yep. And I'm excited. Yeah. So that's that. We will be back sometime after September 21st to discuss... <laughs> Uh, the premiere episode of not only Survivor 43, but also Amazing Race 34. Survivor 43, Amazing Race 34. Look at that. It's definitely happening. numbers. We love to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure you are following, you are subscribed. Turn on that bell notification for all of our Survivor updates. And we cover a lot of other reality TV here, too. It's been a lot of drag race as of recent, but <laughs> we're finally back to covering a lot of other different reality TV. So make sure you are tuning in for all of that. Tune in for the shows that you like to watch. Um... Follow us on Twitter at the cup underscore like us. Yeah. Follow us on at the cup underscore reality on Twitter so you can get the schedule so you will know when everything is going to come out. Because we'll tell you. You just have to be be put that notification on us and you'll know when all of our shows are going to drop and yep. when it is. We might not know exactly when the schedule is gonna happen. We'll figure that out, but you'll know as soon as we know. So absolutely. And if you and you know what? For the just for the heck of it, follow Logan my, and myself too. You know we're we're cool people. If you you know, and if you have any questions about the show, the podcast, if you want to be on the podcast, feel free to hit us up on at the Cup Reality or me or Logan. Let us know what shows you're interested in that we might be covering and that you want to join. We're always looking for people to join us on our podcast. We'd love to get other out uh intake other takes. Because, you know, maybe you don't agree with what we're saying. So you tell us what you think. And yep. we would love to have you on the cup. So if you want to be on the cup, shoot, hit us up in our DMs. Let us know what shows you're interested in. And if we're covering it, we'll give you a ring. So that part. And with that, cheers. Just, just cheers. I lost my cup. Oh, no. Bye-bye. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Good night. So long. It's very late for both of us. I'm sleepy. Good night. I'm 